the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, and just praying for prayer requests and seeking God's power, seeking God's blessing tonight for your needs, for the needs of your loved ones, for your family. We all have needs, and we want to bring our needs before the Lord, and my need is that the Lord would use this hour for his glory, that he would do what he desires to do, that he would bless his people. So I just want to ask you to join me right now as we open the program in prayer. Would you just take a moment and pray with me, pray for me, that the Lord would use this next hour for his purpose, for his plan, to heal and to bless all his children. So Father, we just come before you right now. And we ask, Lord, that you would use this hour. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity that you give us to come before you each and every Sunday morning, Lord, right now. Lord, I just pray that you would use this hour for your purpose, for your plan. Lord, to glorify the name of Jesus, that you would reach out to each and every listener tonight. Lord, that you would heal every circumstance, every sickness, every disease. Lord, you know everybody's needs, Lord. And I know, Father, that when we ask, that we can have this confidence that you hear us. When we ask with all our heart, Lord, we will seek you with all our heart. Father, we seek you, Lord, that you would just take control of this hour and that you would use it. Use it to accomplish your perfect will. Lord, Holy Spirit, take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Hey, good morning. It's Sunday morning. Uh, it's a rainy Sunday morning. And I just wanted to, to, to thank you for listening. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, this is a live program. We're here in the studios here in Glendale, California. And we're ready to take your calls. We're ready to, to pray for your prayer requests, answer questions. So if you have a prayer request, if you have a need, if there's something going on that you want to just bring before the Lord in prayer, look what the Bible says in Philippians 4, 6. It says, be anxious for nothing, 
but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And oh, we need peace. We need to know that God is in control, that God has, had his, that God has his hand in our life. And we're going to be talking about that a little later on today, tonight. But God has a plan. God has a purpose. God is not finished. He is still at work. And he's working in, the, in, the, in, the, in, in our lives. He's working in each and, one of, each and every one of our lives. He's working in the lives of his people. And you are his children. And he wants to bless you. So if you have a need tonight, if you have a desire you want to bring before the Lord, I just encourage you to call in with your prayer requests. It's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a prayer request, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord in prayer, we want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. The listeners will be praying. We'll all be praying for you for your needs together. As Christians, as brothers and sisters in the Lord, we come before our God to bring the prayer requests of his people, that he would answer each and every prayer request. And he does. He answers each and every prayer. But you have to pick up that phone. You have to take that step of faith. Pick up the phone. Dial the number 1-888-995-5552 and bring your request unto the Lord. You can do that. Uh, by dialing that number. You can also call in with your uh, Bible questions. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, a question about something you've read or heard, uh, uh, something about doctrine, uh, if there's a doctrinal issue that you want to get a better understanding in, I'd love to have the opportunity to search God's Word. You know, the answer to our, to our questions are in His Word. So we can search His Word for the answer to your question, whether it's on uh, the cults, the occult, Doctrine, theology, world religions, whatever your question is tonight, give us a call and let's talk about it. It's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls and the board is all lit up. So if you're getting a busy line, be patient. Uh, we'll get to all of the all the all the calls. Uh, if you get a busy signal. Don't worry, just keep calling and we'll get to your call. Uh, We have a few announcements, of course. We want to remind you about our prayer meeting, uh, worship and prayer meeting every Friday night in Arcadia. So if you have a desire to come before the Lord in prayer and worship, if you want to just come out and and worship with us, we'd love to to have you come out to the church. It's at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 o'clock. You know, last night we had to cancel the, the prayer meeting because we had some family issues, some family members were, were in the hospital and we were out at the hospital. So I just want to take a take time to pray for uh, Wally, my brother-in-law, who's uh, fighting cancer, for my Uncle Frankie, who, thank God, he's home now, but he was in the hospital. So we want to pray for Wally and Frankie. And also, uh, we want to pray for Mimi and her special needs. So Father, we come before you with our prayer requests. We pray for Wally. We pray for Frankie. We pray for Mimi. Lord, Wally needs a healing. We need a miracle. We're desiring a miracle in Wally's life, Lord, that you would heal him, that you would raise him up, Lord, in health and in prosperity, Lord, that he would prosper in his soul, that he would prosper in his body, Lord, that you would touch him, Lord, and that you would heal him from cancer. Lord, I pray for my Uncle Frankie, Lord, that you would heal uh, his issue with his legs. Father, that every vein in his body, Lord, would, would the blood would flow normally, Lord, and that you would do a work in his life. And we pray for Mimi, Lord, that her special needs would be met by your 
grace and your mercy, by your favor, Lord, that you would prosper her. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray for all of your prayer, these prayer requests, as always, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So again, I remind you, every Friday night, uh, 8 o'clock uh, in Arcadia, come out and pray and worship with us. It's a prayer and worship meeting every Friday night at 8 o'clock at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. And then 10 a.m., uh, we have church with Pastor Walter Hofflin. He's the pastor of the Hills Church there. And we invite you at 10 a.m. to come out, same address, 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So if you're looking for a church to, to worship, if you're, if you're looking for a church or you want to visit, we'd love to have you come out at 10 a.m. at the Hills Church uh, on Sunday mornings and then uh, Friday nights at 8 p.m. at L.A. Gypsy Church, all in the same place. So we want to get to our phone calls. Uh, we're going to start taking some calls, and the first caller is uh, David. So let's talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you doing? Uh, not good. Uh, my left eye is all sight. It's all foggy and blurry. Okay. So and uh, it might be a cataract. It might be glaucoma. I'm not sure what. But I made an appointment with the ophthalmologist. We might have a procedure that could help me. Well, I'm glad you called because we go the the, the first place we go is prayer yeah, to the great I, doctor who is abundantly able to do exceedingly beyond what we ask. Yeah. So, Father, I just pray for David, Lord. I pray for for his eye problem, Lord. My left eye. I pray for the left eye. I, I pray, Lord, that, that this wouldn't be glaucoma, that this wouldn't be a cataract, Lord, but that this would be a miraculous healing, Lord, that as he wakes in the morning, Lord, that he would be able to see clearly, Lord, Amen. and that you would do an, a, a miraculous work in his life, Father. Yes, we know and we appreciate doctors, Lord, and the gifts that you've given, the wisdom you've given in medical science, Lord, but we come to you first, Lord, and we ask you first, Lord, that you would do a miraculous healing, Lord. Amen. Father, that there would be blessings in David's life, Lord, that as you... As you gave sight to the blind, Lord, when you were here on earth, Lord, you would, that you would give sight to David's left eye, Lord, Thank that he would Lord. see clearly, Father, in a, in, in a miraculous way. And we pray all of this, Lord, that you would be glorified and that his testimony would be of what you've done for him, Lord, how you've healed him, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll call you, I'll call you if it's healed. I had a pain in my foot. I could hardly walk, and the Lord healed it. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, had, I lost my appetite. The food made me nauseous, and the Lord restored my appetite. Well, praise the Lord. You know, God is not finished, David. God is not finished in blessing his people, in, in, in healing his people, and doing miraculous works in our lives. Amen? Amen. Well, God bless you, sir. Thanks God for calling. God bless you, Sam. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Bailey. Hi, Bailey. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, uh, Pastor Gypsy. Uh, Bailey, God bless. Uh, I, I need a prayer request because... I got a job interview last week on the Wednesday, and they 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 interviewed me, and they said they'll call me next week. Uh-huh. I mean, this week and, and last week. I mean, no, sorry, this last week and this. Uh, well, I'm sorry. That's okay. What again? What is your prayer request? I didn't get it. Uh, I get a uh, job. Oh, to get a job. Okay. Well, let's pray. Yeah. Father. We thank you, Lord, that we can come before you with each and every prayer request, with each and every need, Lord. Everyone is so different, Lord, and there's so many needs in this world, Lord. Lord, but your people cry out to you. Your children cry out to you, Lord, 
And Bailey needs a job, Lord. He needs sustenance, Lord. He needs to be able to provide, Father. So I just pray, Lord, that these people would call him back and that he would find favor in their eyes as he has found favor in your eyes, Lord. Lord, you saved him and you brought him into this life with you, Father. And I know that you will provide for all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Father. So I pray, Lord, that you would not only just give him a job, that this would be a career, Lord, that he would be able to to, to be abundantly prosperous, Lord, in all that he puts his hands to, Lord, and that you would put his hands to the job, to the career that you've appointed for him, Father. I pray that you would lead him and guide him. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you, Bailey. I know, a prayer request that I grow spiritually, and thank you for the prayer because they stopped bothering me. Amen, amen. Father, we just thank you for Bailey's spiritual growth, Lord. You have called us, Lord, to you, 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 you called us to be born again, Lord, and with birth comes growth. We are born again into the Spirit, into the life of Christ with you, Lord. And Lord, with that, with that born again experience comes growth. And I pray that Bailey would grow, Lord, daily, Lord, in his knowledge of you, in his relationship with you, and that you would reveal yourself to him, and that he would grow closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless Thank you, Bailey. You so much. God bless. God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you have a question, if you have a testimony, we'd love to hear from you. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. You know, we've been on podcast now for the last couple of months, and we've got over 40 programs on our podcast page. I just invite you to to visit the podcast page, and you can listen to previous broadcasts. You can also tell somebody about this program. Tell them about the program that's live at midnight every every Saturday night, Sunday morning. Or if they miss the program, can't stay up this that late, which a lot of people can't, they can go to kkla.com. That's kkla.com. And then look for the podcast page and scroll down until you see the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can listen to these broadcasts on demand. You can listen to them at your leisure whenever you're, if you're in the car or if you're uh, uh, at home and you'd like to listen, I, I invite you, I encourage you to listen to the podcast at kkla.com. You can also download our app, the KKLA app, and you can listen on your uh, uh, iPad, you can listen on your smartphone, just go to your iTunes store or Google Play and you can download the free app. It's a great app. You get to listen to KKLA live, whatever's going on at KKLA, you can listen to it. Also, you can get all the all the podcasts, all the messages, the, 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 the notifications. So I invite you, download the KKLA app and listen to all the stuff that's going on with, with KKLA. There's great stuff on all day and all through the night. So get that app and start listening. Go to the podcast page and uh, visit uh our podcast and also other great podcasts like Greg Laurie and Steve Wilburn, John MacArthur. There's so much to 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 be uh, to listen to and to be fed the Word of God. Great programs. So uh, go ahead and and do that. Also, uh, let's go to some more calls and let's talk to uh, David in Pomona. Hi, David. You're on the air. Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I had a question um, about overeating. I don't know what the Bible says about it. I've been um, on this diet for about a week, and I mm-hmm. did pretty well the first week. I lost 10 pounds, but um, the last two days I've been overeating again. I'm off the diet, and it's so hard to be um, to, to not eat. I mean, I have like an addiction of food. Mm-hmm. I've been heavy most of my life, 
So I don't know what the Bible says and if there's any way God can give me, um, you know, discipline to eat the right foods. Well, so can... well you know, the, the Lord made us to, you know, he, he gave us an appetite. He gave us the the desire to, to eat, but he gave us a desire. He sh- he, we should be eating healthy, healthy foods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no sin in eating, but the Bible does call gluttony a sin. Uh, one of the things that God hates is, is is a glutton who just eats and eats and eats and overeats. God didn't create us to overeat. You know, some people, uh, you know, God created us uh, as living beings to eat. We we eat to live. But there are some people that live to eat. You know, we're not supposed to live to eat. We just eat to live, to nourish our bodies, uh, to give us the, 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 the energy and the fuel that we need to continue. So I would encourage you, you know, to to get on a plan where you eat healthy foods. You know, I've been trying to eat more more fruits and vegetables. You know, the, the we were uh, we do every so often we do the the Daniel fast, where for 21 days all you eat is fruit and vegetables. And there's many ways of enjoying fruits and vegetables. God created us, you know, originally not as carnivores but as uh, vegetarians. You know, but when yeah. when when Adam sinned and fell, uh, you know, then man started to eat meat as they started killing animals. But I encourage you get on a, a good diet. Uh, it's it's just common sense, David. You know, uh, one of the things that, that that really helps is to cut out soda pop. I don't know if you drink soda pop, but that's one of the best things to cut out of your diet. Drinking more water. You know, God created, God gave us a, a water, and it's a, you know, water is an amazing. Uh, 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 part of, of should be an amazing part of our diet because it cleanses our bodies. It does so much good for us, and I'm guilty of it myself. I don't drink enough water, you know. But cutting down on uh, on soda pop, uh, cutting down on sweets, uh, those are things that we can do. That's just common sense. So I encourage you, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, the Bible tells us that gluttony is a sin, and uh, that we shouldn't be gluttons, you know. Uh, but where's the line between overeating and, and gluttony? We all overeat. You know, we all eat the wrong things. But I encourage you, you know, to get on a diet that nourishes your body and gives you what you need and cut down, you know, the, you know cut down on, 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 on sweets, cut down on desserts, cut down on snacking. And if you're going to snack, snack on fruits, vegetables, it's the best thing to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I had to uh, do a twenty, a forty-eight hour fast for the fi- the diet I'm on, and, and mm-hmm. I had a really hard time going through with it. But I I, I did it. Um, but I just went in. Uh, I work uh, graveyard, so it's hard for me to to not eat, especially when I'm at work, and I usually eat late. So right. Well, I just need prayer well here's the thing: take me. things with you to work that 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 will nourish your body, not just uh, salty and sweet snacks, but you know yeah. things that are are good for you. And it's very easy to get on a a program, you know, there's lots of uh, things on, on, on the internet that can help you, uh, you know, on, on a good, healthy diet, you know. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Can you can you pray for me so I can have some uh, discipline sure. and get, get, get through this? Father, <laughs> I just pray for David. You've called us to a sound mind, Lord. And I, I remember looking up that word, how it means discipline, Lord. We all We are all to discipline ourselves, Lord. And eating is one of the hardest disciplines there is, Lord. Knowing what to eat, knowing when to eat, Lord, knowing how to eat, Father, is, 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 is something that we all need help with. And I just pray for David right now, Lord, that you would help him to get on a good, 
healthy diet, Lord, that he would be able, Lord, to control his appetite, that he would have self-control. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit, Lord, uh, that, that, that you can give us, Lord. So I pray for the fruit of the Spirit in, in David's life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, being able to control his appetite, Father. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, that, that, that you would give him wisdom and that you would give him, Lord, the power and the ability, Lord, to do according to your will for his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. God bless you, my brother. All right. God bless you. Good night. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, yes. I'd like prayer for my daughter. She's um, She's been struggling with um, um, homosexuality for mm-hmm. since she was about 12 or 13 years old, mm-hmm. and she overcame it. She got saved, and then she was serving the Lord. She was on fire for God, mm-hmm. and then she drifted away, and then she started doing drugs, um, methamphetamines, when she was about 15, and she continued on doing that. Then she went back to the Lord and stopped, and then she she backslid, I guess you call it, again, and then mm-hmm. she got into heroin mm-hmm. and methamphetamines. So she's um, she's been struggling with that, and then she got back into the homosexuality again. So she's been struggling, and she's going to church, but for some reason she's convinced that it's okay. Like, she's trying to quit. She got on methadone, I guess mm-hmm. you call it, for the heroin, mm-hmm. and then she missed appointments. I, I think that's what happened, and she started doing the heroin again just probably last week. And then she's in a relationship with a girl now, and she's still going. she's still going to church through all this, and saying that God's helping her mm-hmm. through it, but feeling... Has she, has she reached out to anybody for help? Is she looking for help? Is she trying... Yeah, she, she went into a home mm-hmm. um, from the church that we go to, and in fact, she got delivered from all that about two years ago. She went into a home for... She was at the... Um, for about... She was in the home for 14 months, mm-hmm. and then it was a Christian home, and she got delivered from that, and she was getting... being brought up in leadership yeah. for her church, and then... Um, she decided to come back. This was out of town. Mm-hmm. And then she lived and she was in like discipleship home for about a year. And she was doing great for about three years. And how, how old and is then, how old is she, Lisa? She's 26 now. And then 26. she decided to come back home where we from instead of staying there. And that's when she got back into the homosexuality, got back on the heroin and um, everything just came mm-hmm. back. And um, right now she's going to church out there. It's just it's just confusing. I mean, it's kind of confusing. Well, it's got to be. Too, it's confusing. And it must God, be. Yeah. But... <laughs> it must be tough on 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 you seeing her son, go through all this. Yeah. yeah. She has a four year old, and I'm raising him. Well, let's just pray. Let's just pray. Okay, yes. Father, we come before you, and we bring this situation before you, Lord. Lisa's daughter, Lord. It sounds from what Lisa says, Lord, that she is so addicted to so many things, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would, that you would, that she would encounter you, and that she would be overwhelmed by an experience of who you are and your love for her and your grace for her and your mercy for her. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that she would meet you, and that you would reveal yourself to her. Jesus said, "And this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent." And I pray, Lord, that she would come into that relationship that she would come into a knowledge of who you are and what you've done for her. 
and how much you love her and how much you have forgiven her and will forgive her, Lord, as she comes to repent and seek you. Lord, I pray that you would break the chains of addiction. Lord, the addiction to drugs, the addiction to the homosexual lifestyle. Lord, I pray that you would break all of these addictions through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would overwhelm her with that power. Lord, that she would release all of these things and surrender all of these things to you and that she would be free, Lord, to love you and to serve you and to follow you according to your word, Lord. And I pray that you would bring people into her life, Lord, that would encourage her, Lord, that would mentor her, Lord, that would help her, Lord, be free from all of these things that are, 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 are trapping her into this lifestyle of darkness. I pray for Lisa, Lord, that you would give her wisdom and that she would show love and grace, but not acceptance of what her daughter is doing. Lord, we accept the sinner, but we reject the sin. Lord, I just pray that she would lovingly have such a relationship with her daughter, Lord, that she would show Jesus, that that you would use her to reveal your son to her and your grace and your mercy. I pray for this this young boy, Lord, this four-year-old, Lord, that you would give Lisa the power to raise him up to know you, that you would give her the ability and the all of her needs, Lord, would be would be filled by by your grace and your mercy, by your favor. Lord, I pray for this family and this situation, that you would bring all things, Lord, under the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ, and that all all of this would be resolved, Lord, for your glory. All of these things, Lord, you said that you cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord, Lisa has been called to your purpose to serve you, Lord, in this manner. Lord, to lead her daughter and her grandson into your kingdom. And I just pray that you would use her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your prayers. God bless you, Lisa. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. And if you want to call in tonight, if you have... Uh, a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, if there's something that's on your mind tonight that you want to bring before the Lord, that you want to seek the Lord in His Word, whatever's going on, call. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you have a prayer request, if you have a question, a testimony, whatever, whatever you want to talk about tonight, if you want to if you have a topic you want to discuss, call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. We're almost halfway through the program, so I encourage you to get your calls in early so we can get to all the calls. That's 1-888-995-5552. We're going to go to the next call and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the air. Hey, Sammy. So good, Dan. How you been? Doing okay. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm I'm sorry to hear that that uh, that Southcoast Tunnel's got cancer. Wally, right? Yeah, it's Wally. He's he's in the hospital. We're praying for a miracle. Well, he's got to... cancer, if you don't mind me asking. Well, that's you know he's. I'm not exactly sure, but he's just he you know he has cancer, and we want to, we want the Lord to heal him. So, well, I'm sorry. So how can well, I'm we, sorry to hear that. How can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah? Yes, I mean I need prayer. I'm still trying to find a house. I'm having a hard time with because guys ain't get any credit checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I had another prayer too. I wanted to pray for this family. I heard a couple of days ago because the Shaul died. He got run over at a uh, 
a bus ran him over, or a car. Uh-huh. It was uh, the Mexico. Yeah, it's Johnny Boots's family. He was only 26, 27. And then I want to pray for my cousin Kathy. She's in the hospital too. Her lo- her uh, she's got no more lungs, and she's very bad sick in the hospital. And want to also pray for everybody to get off of Dabon, for everybody to give their life to God. Amen. Amen. That they would find a place, that they would find a place, Lord, that you've appointed for them, Lord. It's so difficult, Lord. There's so many people looking for some place to live, Father, but it's difficult because of finances and requirements. But I pray that you would open the way, Lord, that you would open the door, Lord, for, for, for Jeremiah to get an apartment or a house, Whatever is your plan for him, Mugodad, I pray that you would bring it to completion, Lord. Lord, we're, we're, we're going to be persistent, Lord, in asking for, for these things, Mugodad, because we know that you're a father who loves to bless his children, Lord. And I pray that you bless Jeremiah and his mom, Lord, as they look and as they seek and desire your perfect will. Mugodad, we pray for, for Johnny Boots and his family, Mugodad, that you would comfort them, Lord, that you would give them peace, Mugodad, that you would... Be their comforter, Lord, that you would get them through this time, Mugodel. Lord, it's a tragedy, Mugodel, but it is always, Mugodel, Satipinov, we look for your blessing. We look for your comfort. We look for your peace in this kind of situation, Mugodel, that you would be near them, Mugodel, and that they would feel and know, Lord, the comfort of your spirit, Lord, that you would be with them, Father, and get them through this time of grieving, Mugodel, that you would bless them in Jesus' name. We pray for Kathy Mugodad, that you would heal her, Mugodel, and that you would heal her totally and perfectly, Mugodel, that you would bring her through the situation, Mugodad, with miraculous healing. In Jesus' name, we pray for all of these needs, Mugodel. We pray for those who are addicted, Mugodel, who have all types of addictions, Lord, whether it's drugs or whatever, Mugodel. We pray, Lord, that you would break the chains of addiction in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. All right. God bless you. God bless you. We'll be praying for Wally. Thank you, Jeremiah. God bless. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Um, I just had a quick question um, regarding in the book of Revelation where it says he would blot you out because there's a pastor that he was kind of basing uh, that you can lose your salvation on that scripture. Now, I mm-hmm. don't know if he took that out of context or what, because I don't understand a lot of the book of Revelation, but maybe you can kind of help me with that. Well, here's, the th- here's, here's my, uh, my, my thing about that. God does not, how can I say it? You don't lose your salvation. I mean, if you're saved, God gives you the assurance that you're saved. Right. But you can walk away I believe because of man's free will, a person can choose no longer to be saved, that they can walk away from their salvation. Oh. Now, some people say, well, if, if, if that happens, they never were saved to begin with. Well, we don't know that. We don't know their hearts. We can't look into a person's heart and say, well, this person is born again, or oh. this person was, born again, was never born again. I, mean, I, I just look at the, the apostles. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Peter, uh, he denied Christ uh, with a swearing oath, you know, uh, before before the rooster crowed. Uh, remember the, the scripture there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he came back to Christ, and right. he told Jesus three times that he loves him. And Peter went on and lived the rest of his life and was even martyred for Christ. While uh, Judas, while he was of the same, uh, he was one of the, the, the 12 apostles, 
you know. And if you would have seen Judas at the time, we would have, we all would have thought, well, this is the real thing. You know, he's he's one of the twelve apostles. He's casting out demons. He's healing the sick. He's mm-hmm. preaching the gospel. But what did he do? He betrayed Christ. So right. so so what is it? Was 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 Judas never saved? Well. Obviously, he wasn't because he he betrayed Christ, but he looked like he was saved when he was ministering. Mm-hmm. Was Peter saved? Well, he didn't look like he was saved around that fire when he was swearing that he never knew Christ, but yet he went on and he we, we, we see the fruit of his life. So I believe that when you're saved, you are saved. God has given us the assurance of our salvation. But, you know, we always have free will, and the way you accepted Christ and received salvation, you can also reject Christ and give up your salvation. Ah, okay. You see? Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, about the Scripture in, in Revelation, about blotting uh, those out, I'd have to read the Scripture and go back and, and see exactly what it says in context. But, you know, uh, once, you know, uh, God has received you, accepted you, and once you've received Christ and God has accepted you in salvation, He already has, you know, you can have the assurance that you are saved. You know, we all uh, uh, we all make mistakes, we all fall, we all... Uh, sin, but we come in, we repent, and we come back, and we are received uh, in grace and, 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 and love and mercy. Mm-hmm. You know, God is not finished. He's right. not finished with any of us. We're all a work in progress, Vicky. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I, I would, you know, not having heard his, his, his message and how the pastor is approaching this, you know, I would uh, hesitate on, 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 on uh, commenting on, on what he says, but right. I can tell you what, what I believe. Okay. Does that help? That helped a lot. Thank you so much, Sammy. Okay, Vicky. God okay. bless. Good Bye. night. Well, we're we're more than halfway through, and we want to get to our message, but I'm going to take a couple more calls. Let's talk to Berta. Hi, Berta. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'm calling because I have a lot of unmet needs. Mm-hmm. I would like you to pray for me, my family, and also from some very... Um, mischievous neighbors. I have one neighbor live over me. She makes a lot of noise every especially at sleeping time. I can't sleep at night. Twelve o'clock she's done tongue in the walls and knocking all kind of stuff over. Well Father, we just come before you on behalf of Berta. Lord, we thank you for Berta's patience and her love and her 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 sacrifice to you, Lord, that she's living in this situation, Lord, but I pray, Father, that you would give her peace, that you would give her patience, that you would give her, Lord, all the needs that she is in need of, Lord, that you would bless her, Father. She says she has a lot of needs, Lord. Well, you're a lot of God who's able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask. We ask, Lord, that you would provide for every one of Berta's needs, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that this person living above Berta, Lord, that you would put the calming power of the Holy Spirit upon them, Lord, and that they would come to know you, Lord, and that they would come to serve you, and that they would come to to, in a, to to a loving relationship with you, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that everything that Bertha is praying about, Lord, that you would just answer each and every prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God Thank bless you, you Bertha. Much. Thank you. God bless you. Please. Good night. Good night. Let's go to our next call and talk to Karina. Hi, Karina. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hi. Um, I'm calling because I um, have an issue with my boyfriend. We uh, met when you know, I wasn't following Christ. I was in sin, and we started living together. And now I'm back to, you know, serving the Lord, and I want to be obedient to him. And I don't know what to do. Should I stay with him? 
should I break up? Well, have you, is, is he a, is, well, is he a believer, Karina? You say you're a believer, right? You're a Christian. Yes, I'm is, a Christian, and well, he says he's a Christian. Um, there's been a lot of issues that we've had lately, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, to make a decision on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Well, he says he's a believer, but a lot of things that he does doesn't, you know, show that. Well, if he's not showing that he's a believer by the way he lives, first of all, let me tell you that this, that God only condones uh, a man and a woman living together uh, in marriage. You know, God created uh, marriage and, uh, you know, living together, that that's to be under the, 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 the banner of a marriage. You're to be married and be committed to each other in Christ. And if your boyfriend isn't living a Christian life, life and you know just living together that goes against what the bible teaches you know that god does not condone that and i would encourage you to seek more counsel to seek counsel from your pastor seek counsel from godly people that will be able to 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 to, to guide you in a godly direction because what you're doing does not go along with what the bible uh tells us to do uh, the Bible says not to be unequally yoked, and it sounds like your boyfriend uh, is not living a Christian life, and you're living an unequally yoked life. You still there, Karina? Yes, I'm okay. here. Yeah, it, it, you're not to be unequally yoked. You're to find somebody who is a Christian, who's a believer, who loves the Lord, and you know this is somebody who the Lord has, has appointed for you uh, to live with under the banner of marriage, you know, and that's a big step to take, and it's not something to to be taken lightly. You know, what you're doing is 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 wrong before the Lord. It's it's unbiblical, and I would encourage you to get godly uh, godly counsel and and seek the Lord's will for your life. Thank you very much. I appreciate your your advice. Thank you. God bless you, Karina. Well, let's go to our next caller and talk to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, Cherry. How you doing? Yeah. How can we pray for you tonight, Cherry? God bless you. Can, can you hear me? Yeah. How can we pray for you tonight, Cherry? Um, just want to pray for my mother for healing, for my brother Ricky, his family, for Linda, and for my daughters, Crystal and Michelle, and my brothers and my sisters, and the radio station, and for all the pastors. And a prayer for Chunga and Jimmy. Oh, Lord, we pray. And, and who else? For me, my husband, and uh, his family. Amen. Lord, you heard every name. You know every situation. You know every circumstance. So we pray for Cherry and her husband, her family, Lord, and everybody she mentioned, that your perfect will would be seen and accomplished in every life, Lord, in every situation, in every circumstance, that there would be healing, that there would be provision, that there would be blessings, Lord, that your name would be glorified through all of these prayers, Lord. We just pray for, for your perfect will to be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God, God bless, bless you, Cherry. Good night. Well, I just want to mention that we have a message tonight. And, uh, you know, some people say that, that God is finished. But we know, you know, God is at work. But some people say he's finished. 
And Kano, you asked the question, is he? Is he is God finished? And if he is, what is he finished with? You know, the one thing I think that God know that God is finished with, he has finished in creation. God created the world. He created the heavens and the earth. It says the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts. By the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day because in it he rested from all of his work, which God had created in me. God created the heavens and the earth. He created the world that we see, that we know, and he rested on the seventh day because he was finished. <clears throat> he was done, and he has finished in creation. But that wasn't the end of his work. He finished with creation. But since then, God has been hard at work. He's never stopped working. He's working out everything else, every situation, every circumstance in our life. God is working out. Psalm 121 says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who, work, he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. God doesn't sleep. God doesn't slumber. God is at work always. He's work. He, he's he's doing. He, he's doing his. He's accomplishing his perfect will twenty four seven. Always at work. God is never finished. God is always at work. God is involved in everything that happens in our lives. But like I said, some people think it's all done, and God is finished. Now, what do I mean? People think that God is finished in our salvation. You know, we talked a little bit about salvation with one of the callers tonight. We are saved. And yeah, it's done. It's all done. It's all been done. You know, some people say, well, I prayed the sinner's prayer. I got baptized. You know, I go to church when I feel like it. I'm saved. It's finished. You know, do you want to, is that true? Is that true? Well, if you're talking about the sacrifice of Jesus, the sacrifice for the forgiveness, for the forgiveness of our sins, yeah, Jesus did it all. John nineteen twenty eight tells us, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things had already been accomplished, to fulfill the scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine upon his branch and uh, hyssop and brought it up to his mouth. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Jesus finished the work of salvation the sacrifice for salvation, the sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins. He completed the work on the cross. He said, it is finished. In the Greek, it's tetelestai. And tetelestai means to end, to complete, to execute, to conclude, to discharge a debt. Jesus paid the price in full. He paid our debt, a debt we could never pay, a debt we could never satisfy. Jesus satisfied the dead. He accomplished it all on the cross to forgive our sins. Jesus finished the work of salvation on the cross, and nobody can dispute that. He paid the price in full to purchase our salvation, to save our souls, and we are saved through his sacrifice. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of work, so that no one may boast. We have been saved. We are saved in Christ. You know, John, 1 John 2 says, 
He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for ours, but also for the sins of the world. Our salvation is bought and paid for. He has accomplished it all. So if you're talking about the work of salvation, if you're talking about the sacrifice, yeah, it's finished, it's done. You know, our salvation is all about what he has done. It's not what I do, but what he has done. It's not what you do, it's what Christ has done. And he's done it for you. He gave himself on the cross. He sacrificed his perfect life, his sinless life on the cross, that you and I would have salvation. So salvation, the work of salvation is completed and done. Nothing that I can do, nothing that you can do could save you. There's nothing you could do. It's not, it's not, you know, praying the sinner's prayer, you know, getting baptized, going to church does not save you. But if you're saved, these are things you do and are doing. You know, the saved pray. The saved read his word. The saved get baptized. The saved Go to church to worship God. These are things that the saved do, not to be saved, but because they are saved. These are things we do because we love Christ, because we understand how much he loves us and how much his sacrifice was on the cross. You understand that? You receive that? Then these are things you do because you're saved, not to be saved. You see, you know, some say that since Jesus did it all, since Jesus did all this on the cross, he, he, he did all of this, it's all finished, and we don't have to do anything anymore. You know, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to, 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 to live any special way. I can live the way I want because I'm saved. Jesus did it all on the cross. But what does the Bible say? What does the Word of God say? You know, while the work of our salvation has been completed, God is still doing a work in us. You see, God is not finished. God is not finished. He's not finished in us. He's not finished working in us. He's not working, he's not finished working through us. God is not finished. We are a work in progress. You are a work in progress. Even though you're saved, you're still being sanctified. Even though you're saved and your salvation is secure in Christ because you live in Christ. You know, the Bible tells us, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. We are a work in progress. We are his children, and he is working in us because he is not finished in us. He's not finished with us. Even though the work of salvation is finished, He's still working salvation. He's still working his salvation in us. Philippians 2, 12 and 13 says this. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God, listen to this, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and and to work for his good pleasure. Now, do you notice this? You know, he's not telling you to work for your salvation. He's telling you to work out your salvation. Work out, not work for. You can't work 
for your salvation. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing, there's, we can't live a good enough life to earn salvation. You see, if you could work for your salvation, then you'd be earning it. And then we wouldn't, there'd be no need for grace. You see, grace is what God gives because we could never be good enough. We could never merit salvation. We could never merit it. We could never be good enough to earn or to be worth salvation because that's what grace is. You know, grace is giving you what you don't deserve. You know, a man works eight hours, and at the eight at the end of the eight hours, you know, you might get a paycheck. Well, why did you get a paycheck? Because you earned it. You worked for it. You worked your eight hours. You worked your, your 40 hours. You put your time in, and now you deserve to be paid for your work. Well, it's not like that with salvation. You can't work enough. You can't do enough to, be, to, 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 to merit or to, to deserve to be saved. So God is not telling you to work for your salvation. He's telling you to work out your salvation. The work that God is doing inside you, he's saying, let it be seen outside now because there's a work to be done inside of us. You know, he saves us and then he works in us to change us, to transform us, to do a mighty work. So about salvation, you know, he's not finished. He's not finished working out our salvation. He's not finished working it out so that what's been done inside can be seen on the outside. You know, Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, 16, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So the good works that God is doing in us, he wants it to be seen on the outside too. It's not just to be hidden on the inside. Jesus said, you don't light a lamp and put it under a table. When you light a lamp, you put it on top of the table so it can be seen by, by, by men to light the world. He said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. So we're to show good works. We're to show the good work that God has done in us. If God has saved you, then that salvation is to be seen. It's not to be hidden. It's to be shared. It's to be known. So let your light shine before men in such a way that you, that they may see your good works and glorify the Father. So God is glorified by your good works. You're not saved by your good works, but God is glorified in your good works. Ephesians tells us this. We are his workmanship, created in Christ, and here's this word, for good works. We have been created for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. God has called us first to be saved and then to show our salvation, that our salvation would be seen. You know, people are not not so interested in what you say, but how you live. How do they see you live? You know, a great uh, uh, preacher once said, you know, preach at all times and when necessary, use words. Did you hear that? Preach at all times and when necessary, use words because people are more interested at what you do and how you live than what you say. You know, your life should be an example. Our lives should be an example that we show good works, the good work that God has done in us and the good work that God is doing through us. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, 
which God has prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. The Bible teaches us that we are not saved by, by, by good works. Rather, we are saved unto good works. Saved to do good works. Saved to show the good work that God has done and is doing in us. We can't work for our salvation. I've said it so many times tonight. We can't work for our salvation. But if we're saved, we will work. We will work good works. We will show good works. You know, because, you know, while we're saved, you know, we're saved. But God has not finished working, working out our salvation. He's not finished working in our lives. God has an uncompleted work in our lives to complete, to work. And he will not be finished until the day of Christ Jesus. We will... We will be, he will be continuing this work up until the time that Jesus comes back on this earth. You know, he is the beginning and the end of our salvation. He's the completer. He's the author. He's everything to our salvation. First, he saved us, and now he's sanctifying us. He's making us holy and righteous. Hebrews 2, 10 through 12 tells us this. It says, in bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of our salvation perfect through suffering. Talking about the cross. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. He's not ashamed to call you his brother because he's working you to be holy. He's working in you and me that we would be holy, that we would be of the same family. And he's not ashamed to call us his brothers. <clears throat> That's the NIV. Look what it says. How it says it in the in, in the the NAS, the New American Standard it says. Therefore, since we have so great, I'm sorry, Hebrews twelve. It's a different scripture. Hebrews twelve says. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and sin that we so easily that so easily entangles us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus is the beginning and the end of our faith. The author and the perfecter. He's perfecting. He's perfecting you. He's perfecting your faith. He's perfecting your trust. He's perfecting your life. It says, for who the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. No, God is not finished. He is still and will continue to work in us that we would become like Jesus. That's God's goal <clears throat> in your life and in my life, that we would become like Jesus. It says in 1 John 2, 6, the one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. And in the NIV it says, whoever claims to live in him, in Christ, must walk as Jesus did. In the, in the, the, the living Bible it says, anyone who says he's a Christian should live as Christ, as, as Christ did. We are to be like Christ. <coughs> God's desire, God's will and purpose is that we would be conformed to the image of Christ, that we would be like Jesus Christ, that we would all be brothers and he would not be ashamed to call us his brothers, that we would resemble him, that we would imitate him, that we would reflect who he is. No, God is not finished. He's always at work. The Holy Spirit is always at work changing us into his desire for us. Romans 12, 2, 12, 12, 1 and 2, it says in the NIV, 
Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your, your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is good, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You'll be able to know God's will. You'll be able to, 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 to show God's will. And, his God, and God's will is pleasing and perfect. So he's telling us, don't be like the world, but be transformed into the image of Christ. You know, in the Message Bible, it says this. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted in your culture that you fit right into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. God's working in you. God's not finished, my brothers. God's not finished. God's still at work, and he's going to continue this work. He's going to continue to the day of Christ Jesus. We're never done. We're always to be changed. We're always to be transformed. We're always to be seeking God's will. You know, I'll close, you know, with Philippians 1.6. It says, for I am confident. Yes, Paul is saying, I am confident. I am assured. I'm positive of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. No, God is not finished. God is still at work. And God continues to work. And the question is, will you let him work in your life? I encourage you, if you're not seeking him, to seek him. If you haven't received him as your Lord and Savior, receive him. If you have received him as your Lord and Savior, then renew your your commitment to him. And begin surrendering your life all over again because that's what it's going to take, a surrendering of your life to him to allow him to complete the good work that he began. So, Father, I just pray for each and every listener, Lord, that we would be continually surrendering our lives to you, being transformed into the image of Christ. I pray that your perfect will will continue. Yes, Lord, we know you're not finished. And I thank you, Lord, that you're not finished. I thank you, Lord, that you're continuing to work in each and every one of us. And I pray for each and every listener that we would be changed and transformed by the renewing of our mind in Christ. I pray this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program, and I hope you'll, 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 you'll join us on Friday nights. Don't forget, 8 o'clock, we get together at 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia for prayer and worship. And then we'll be back here next Saturday night preaching, seeking God's will for your life, praying for your prayer requests. So I hope you'll join us. And don't forget about the podcast. Let somebody know. And hopefully, and, and, and we'll be back next week. God bless you and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.